to the Train Your Mind podcast. I'm Vanessa Forrester, and I teach athletes how to up-level their performance without buying that next fancy bike, training more, or even racing more. Your next breakthrough performance is closer than you think. Are you ready to train your mind like you train your body? Stick around, and I'll teach you how. Oh, hey there. Welcome back to the podcast for another great episode. Before we dive into today's topic, which is a really important one, I think today's concept is just as important as micro quitting. Um, I wanted to share something else that I have going on. If you don't follow me on Instagram, you definitely should because I've been doing this Instagram live series with pro triathlete sky Bunch this month, and it's carrying into next month. So it's a three-part series and parts one and two are already on my profile available for replay. And part three will be on March 16th. It's a Wednesday. The whole series is on building and mastering your self-belief. And the reason I want to bring this up today is because we just did part two a few days ago, and it's packed with really, really important little nuggets that I'm sure that you could benefit from hearing. We talked about how to believe in yourself before you have the data and results to back it, back you up, which is something I see a lot of athletes struggle with, especially when they want to get to their next level. You may think the only way to believe is by knowing it's possible. And what Sky and I talk about is how believing is what actually makes it possible. So it's one thing for you all to hear it from me on here or even if you're an athlete of mine, but it's also very powerful to hear it from a professional triathlete that lives and breathes this stuff. It's quite literally her job to believe in herself. And you could say her living depends on it. And even though that might not be you, her perspective on it is highly valuable. So go check them out. Like I said, part one and two, you can check out on my profile, watch those. And then part three will be on Wednesday, March 16th. Okay. Let's talk about today's concept. It's related to emotions. And I want to paint the picture and explain it with an example before I talk about the actual concept. One of my athletes in my group coaching program that I I coach on mental endurance inside of there is working on feeling stronger and more confident in her swimming and also getting faster, of course. She has a coach. She swims multiple times a week, sometimes solo, sometimes with a training partner. So she's just like your typical triathlete. But what she was experiencing was this. She would look in her training peaks, say the night before her swim. And based on what she saw, she would either feel happy and confident or defeated and worried after what she saw for her swim for the next day. So you might be thinking, yep, that seems logical. (laughs) I do that too. But when you do this, when you wait to see how you're going to feel after you read your training, the emotions that you feel are a hundred percent dictated by what you see in your training plan and not by what you want to feel. So for my athlete, she was going into training peaks to plan ahead for her swim, right? See what swim toys she needed, write down her swim and be prepared for it. But she was also subconsciously going in to find out how she would feel about it. If it was not a quote, fast swim, then she would feel defeated and deflated. She wanted the swim to be her definition of fast, which I think for this example that I was coaching her on, it was like a swim with more pulling with paddles. So that when the file came through afterwards, she would feel happy and confident in her swimming abilities. And it would look fast on Strava. 
So she would look at training peaks the night before her swim, see the swim, not like what she saw because it was not a swim that she determined to be fast and have an emotional response to it. She would feel defeated well, like well before even beginning the swim. And then she was hanging her happiness and confidence on what her file said after she completed the swim. And on days when she started defeated, it was doomed from the start. Of course, there was no way that she would be happy with it. So what's happening here is what I'm calling session priming. And before I go any further, let me define priming for you. It's a term used in psychology to describe the exposure to one thing that influences a response to another thing without guidance or intention. And so how it relates to mental endurance is the exposure to a certain type of training session is creating a negative emotional response repeatedly without awareness or intention, right? An exposure to a certain type of training session for my athlete was a swim for you. It might be different. It's creating a negative emotional response. Every time you see that type of training session without you being aware of it or without you intentionally wanting to feel that way. So you could think about your own personal example of this. For me, back in like 2017, my experience was in the swim too. But maybe for you, it's on the bike. I think Danny and I talked on an earlier episode about his bike session that's four by eight minute intervals. Without awareness, his default response to seeing that session was one of defeat before he even began. And maybe for you, maybe when you open training peaks and you see like an aerobic ride, you might immediately feel insecure about what pace and power you'll hold and what will show on on Strava. So the type of session here is irrelevant because the emotional experience of the session before you start is what we're really talking about. For my athlete, the way she would read and interpret her swim would put her in an emotional state of defeat ahead of time. That's what she was doing to herself. And then it would be coupled with thoughts like, this isn't going to go well. And I'm not going to be fast enough. And so for her, how she expected to feel afterwards based on pace was determining how she felt to start. An expectation of defeat will always create an initial feeling of defeat every single time. This is so, so common for athletes. There's an emotional load built into the session based on what we think we can do or how we think the result will look afterwards. And this session priming can really mess with your training. So this is something you want to be aware of. And this is different, by the way, than seeing a session and maybe feeling some nerves or doubt. That's different and healthy. What I'm talking about today, this priming is not healthy or useful for a few reasons. First and foremost, it puts you in a powerless position where your emotions are dictated by what you see in training peaks. When you have a strong emotional response to what you see, an effect training peaks has control of your emotional state in that moment. You are like handing away your power. And when you do it regularly, your nervous system gets used to it. It almost becomes like the standard operating procedure. But all the while, your emotional regulation is all over the place because it's up and down and up and down based on what you see in your training plan. You've primed your system to respond negatively. And it also keeps you from being present in your training because you're worried about what the file will look like after. When you start a session in a heightened emotional state, your mental and emotional real estate is taken up by that. 
which means you have less focus and energy to give to being present in your training. If you're feeling defeated to start and measuring your effort against that, nothing will be good enough. And you're missing the chance to be present in your training session. It also, so doing this session priming, the thing, the other thing it does for you is it has you operating from a default instead of an intentional mindset. When you're not aware that this is happening, you don't see that it doesn't have to be this way. It's like when you pick up your phone to find someone's phone number, but you end up on Instagram. It's like a subconscious behavior that's not creating the result that you want. But the good news is now you're aware. Luckily, the solve for this is quite simple, but it also goes against our brain's natural programming, which means you will have to be diligent with it for it to work. Because what I want for you, my main goal for anyone listening is always to train and race from a more intentional place, to see where you are subconsciously responding by default and how you can make new decisions with intention that change your experience in training, which then change your experience in racing. That's what I want for you. And that's why this topic that we're talking about today matters. So before I tell you what to do differently to change this session priming, let's talk about the goal of it, like what we're looking to change by doing things differently, what result you'll get by putting into practice what I share. What will change is how you experience your training sessions from top to bottom. You'll feel better going into the session, during the session, and after. You will be more present in your training. You'll be more proud after your training sessions, and you will perform better and stronger. You'll end up hitting paces and targets you haven't before. And you will do that because you have taken down the emotional barrier in the way. So it's time to take ownership and for you to take your power back. And you do that in one simple way. You ready? Okay. So here's what you do before you open your training peaks, before you see your training session, Decide how you want to feel. That's it. I told you it was simple, but I also told you that you'll have to go against your brain, what your brain is used to doing, which is why it makes it so hard. You will want to keep doing what you have been doing, but we know what that leads to. We know what comes out of that. And we know how you feel when you do that. So let's do it differently. Let's move from default to intentional. Ask yourself, How do I want to feel before you even open training peaks? Because then you'll read the training session from that lens, which changes your experience of it before you even begin. This is everything. This puts you in the driver's seat of your experience instead of being at the effect of what you see in training peaks. Do you see that? So some of my favorite emotions to choose to feel ahead of time are curious, powerful, proud, hopeful, self-confident, and even playful, but you can really pick whatever you want. It feels so much better to start a training session from a powerful, hopeful place than from a defeated place. And what I want you to see is that defeated is optional. You don't have to feel that way. There are so many other more useful ways to feel ahead of time. You just have to be intentional and choose it. Slow down enough And take the time to powerfully direct your brain to how you want to think and feel before you let training peaks and your default thoughts tell you how you should feel, 
No, 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 not anymore. Just think for a second. What would change for you if you tried this? I hope when I talk about this, you started to feel a bigger sense of curiosity and openness and possibility because that is what can be available to you. I'll tell you what, curiosity is probably the most dynamic and effective emotion to train from, hands down. We've been playing with it inside of my group these last two weeks, and the athletes have had training breakthrough after training breakthrough. Inside my group, we have an area where we celebrate training successes and progress because I'm so big on celebrating. And by the way, celebrating is another example of what we've been talking about. It's essentially an act of choosing how you want to feel and intentionally feeling that way. Just another way to put that into practice. So my athlete, I want to circle back to that. In the swim example, I coached her on this. I coached her through exactly this, where her subconscious session priming was showing up, what she was subconsciously feeling and why, and then how she wanted to intentionally feel instead and why. Here is what she posted in the group after her very next swim. I'm going to read it to you because it's so good. She said this, celebrating my swim from this morning. I have been very down on myself after my last few swims, not feeling they are fast enough and being disappointed in myself before I even hit the pool. For this swim, I intentionally decided how I want to feel about the swim before I even opened training peaks to view the workout. I decided that I wanted to be motivated, excited, and confident. I looked at the workout and it would have gotten me pretty upset if I hadn't had my mindset already positive. I stayed in the moment and thought more about form and how my body was positioned in the water and not how fast my overall pace would be. It was wonderful. So she decided ahead of time, felt that way before, during, and after, which meant she stayed in the driver's seat of her emotional experience. She was far more present, enjoyed it more, and because of that, definitely got more out of the session than she would have otherwise. And when she keeps stacking high quality bricks like these, her times will get faster and faster. So you can do this same thing this very week, like at your next training session. Think about where in your training this happens for you and where you want to make a change. Where are you session priming without realizing it? Sit down before you look at your training plan and ask, how do I want to feel? And be specific. Don't say good. Good is bland and boring and not effective. (laughs) Be clear and be sure. Get yourself to that emotional state first and then open your training peaks. Notice how much lighter you feel emotionally, how much better you feel before, during, and after the training session. And then repeat. Don't just do it once. Keep doing it over and over again. Okay, that is what I will leave you with today. Go forth and put this into practice. Let me know how it goes. Tag me in your session recaps on social media if you want to, so I can celebrate with you. And I will meet you here next week. Hey, it's me again. If you want more juicy tips on how to train your mind, hop on my email list. The link is in the show notes. As soon as you join, I'll send you the 10 triathlon truths your tri-coach hasn't told you. And then I'll drop in your inbox weekly with new tips that will change the way you train and race. See you there.